oh, I'm playing another song. <laughs> All right, Liam has to me out. I have two songs that are almost identical. They're, oh, Liam's over here. Y'all are directing. Lynn, I'm going to need a, a mic for Herbert for the prayer. Yeah. There we go. All right, y'all stand. Have y'all noticed we're um, about 75% ages uh, five and under? <laughs> So, but anyway, this is how we start KIPP every um, Wednesday night when we have KIPP. This is our first song, so we're going to involve you. Now, the words are really easy. If you can go, la, 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 as long as you can go, la, 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 you're fine, okay? But I'm going to tell you like I tell them, when we do the actions, please be nice to each other, okay? All right? So y'all remember what to do? So you stay with me till it's the verse, okay?
just want to make sure they hear okay. you. Let me take my notes. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Look, thank you. Let's thank the Kip one more time by clapping hands. And, uh, it's, you know, it's a wonderful experience when you come to church and to begin the service, uh, Buck Owens and Roy Clark are playing. <laughs> and Junior Samples is going to be here to preach this morning. So we've got a lot to look forward to. Thank you for coming. If you're a visitor, thank you so very much for coming today. Uh, one of our deacons, Carol Clayton, is going to come lead us in prayer. He's got an announcement. Janet Moore, where's Janet at? Janet, in the back. Janet, come to the front. All right, she's got an announcement to make, too. Janet, they want to hear you a lot better than they want to hear me. So. <laughs> On the back of your bulletin, this is for the entire church family and surrounding community. There is a uh, meeting scheduled next Sunday after the second service, 1215, right here. September 30th, we are planning a giant barbecue bash called the Herbert Brown Bash. <laughs> September 30th. We're doing this this year instead of our Sunday school picnic. It's a celebration time with our pastor, with all the church family. We're going to have barbecue, chicken, the whole, all the fixings and everything. But this is a wonderful fellowship time for the church family and our pastor since he's retiring in it this year. So this is what it's all about. It's just a great time in eating and fellowship, September 30th at Olive Hill. It'll be in the fellowship hall in the event of rain. If you would like to help with this event, help plan it, help serve, cook, etc., etc., please plan to meet next Sunday at 1215 here in the church. And if you can't, plan to come, please. So. Thank you. Uh, first of all, let's pray. I might forget that. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this glorious day. Lord, we praise our children and lift them up, Father, that you will lead them and guide them. We thank you, Lord, for our words of encouragement and song and spirit. May we take it to heart, Lord, and may we feel younger with them. Father, we just praise you for your blessings of this day. And, Lord, we lift up those in the path of a hurricane. Lord, we pray for their homes and their families and their lifestyle and Lord, everything that is in endangerment. Father, we pray for your holy presence just to be with them at this time. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Jenny? Sorry, I wrote it down because I was scared I would cry and forget something. So I just wanted to stand before you and tell you that God is alive and well. And when he gives his word, he keeps it. In our instantaneous world, we want it right now, but God does things in his own perfect timing. He made me to wait four years to pass a nursing test, but during the waiting, he had me immersed in his word. I had lots of prayer warriors praying for God's will to be done and praying for me to stand firm on his word. After a while, I was beginning to feel like one of the Israelites out in the desert, and God reminded me not to go by emotions or what I saw, but what God had told me. And the devil is relentless, as I'm sure you know. He worked overtime to make me doubt that I had even heard from God. And he sent many well-meaning Christians to tell me, well, maybe this was not God's will for you, or maybe, you know, it was just not meant to be. I took the nursing test 11 times. But what if I had given up on test 10? God asked me to persevere, and he would keep his word. So I can say to you today that God is true and faithful to keep his word, because on test 11, I passed. Amen. 
God brought me into his promised land for me, and I want to stand before you this morning and give him all the honor and praise and glory, and to thank all of my faithful prayer warriors that were in the trenches with me. Thank you for standing firm on God's word and giving me the strength to go on. Please don't give up on God. If he's given you a word, please stand firm. And if anyone here does not know Jesus as their Lord and Savior, please take the time to get to know him. Your life will never be the same. Thank you. You know, there are different types of nurses, and Janet might become a preaching nurse. You know, <laughs> girl, we are proud of you. <laughs> if, if y'all are visitors here, just overlook us, all right? Uh, look, tonight we will have the end of the summer. We've done this for a number of years now, the end of the summer service at uh, Jeff and Sheila's Pond. Uh, we'll start at 5 o'clock. Again, that is a time change. We're starting early what we do, we have a, uh, we have, we sing some songs, we have a devotional, uh, prayer time, and tonight we're gonna, uh, have hot dogs and all the trimmings, and it's gonna be a little chilly tonight. Um, if, if you would bring something warm to wear, uh, if you wanna fish in their pond, you just help yourself, okay? But please again, be there by five o'clock, we'll get started on time so that we can do all the other things. Um, a new ministry has begun uh, through the missions committee, and and you'll see uh, today at 9:30 and also at 12 o'clock there's a Vivals and Visits information meeting, and what a group has been doing is preparing a meal for shut-ins and going out and not only taking food but spending time to visit with them, and it's not only our church family but others in the community that are shut-ins. And if you'd like to be a part of this, it is a very, a very encouraging ministry for people that are shut-ins and uh, provides a nutritious meal also. Uh, also notice tomorrow night the handbell uh, choir will practice at 7, and the men's choir will also practice. The men's choir will sing next Sunday. Uh, I want to mention to the exercise class tomorrow night at 6 and Thursday night at 6. On Tuesday, the new Bible study that has begun, we saved a a seat for you. That's at 6.30. And Wednesday night, correction on the time of the praise and worship. That should be 5.30, okay? And also, the kit will practice again. The youth, we're going to get back in our fall and school schedule. The youth will be meeting as well as the adult Bible study and also the adult choir practice. I'm sorry, I meant to mention also the finance committee will meet Tuesday night at 6.30. Uh, please don't forget next Sunday night, uh, both the Awanas kickoff uh, at 6 o'clock and also the youth will meet at the home of Stan and Kate Cruz on the lake. Uh, two weeks from tonight, we begin our revival, our fall revival. Dr. David Chambers, pastor at Antioch Baptist Church, will be coming to preach. He can't be here until Sunday night. That's why we're waiting for Sunday night to start. But it will go through uh, Thursday night, uh, every night at 6 o'clock. Uh, we'll have a family night uh, dinner uh, that Wednesday night. We'll get sign-up sheets to Sunday school rooms and on the bulletin board. And also uh, notice a couple of inserts in your bulletin about the new Bible study that will begin on Wednesday morning, September the 20th at 9.30 at Jan Bo's home. And also we need some more volunteers to serve in the nursery. 
as well as the children's church and the kids' worship that takes place at 11 o'clock. We've also received a thank you card from the Oki Carver family, and that is posted on the bulletin board. Revival posters and handouts are up here at the front if you'll pick one of those up. This morning, as we begin to look at the prayer list, let me share something with you. Many of you probably already know this. Corey Wall, our former youth minister, his father had a massive heart attack yesterday. He is on life support. Um, Corey has texted me a couple of times this morning to give me an update. Um, He has coded three times. Um, The doctors, when they rounded this morning, said that his dad's kidneys had failed and they would be checking for brain activity later on in the day. You can imagine how upset he is. But he asked that we would remember his dad in prayer as well as he and his mother. And we will do that in just a few minutes. Others, uh, Joe Lee in Salisbury, Shorty Clayton at Roxburgh Nursing Center, Weldon Bowes was admitted into the VA hospital. Please remember him and Helen. Um, Nancy Alkins. Nancy will finish her radiation tomorrow. And Renee... Nancy's is at Duke Regional. Renee Gentry will have hers Monday through Thursday and finish hers on Thursday at Duke. So we rejoice with them that those treatments will soon will soon be complete. Please add Thomas Long at Duke Regional. Thomas was added uh, was admitted again um, on um, on Thursday night, Friday night. Uh, Sue Carver at Person Memorial. Larry Honeycutt is still in uh, Hillcrest Rehab. At Duke, uh, Emma Dean Blalock is still there. She should come home today or possibly will come home today. Carolyn Fuller is scheduled to have surgery Tuesday. Rose Holder, Kathy Wren's sister, was in Duke for several days but went back to Roxburgh Nursing Center on Friday. Also, Jeanette Hargrave was admitted early yesterday morning to Duke with some heart issues, so please remember her. And at North Carolina Memorial, Lucille Parker is the aunt of Fran and Michelle Clayton. Please remember her. Uh, Also at home, uh, Colleen called this morning and said Franklin Briggs was not uh, having a good day um, yesterday and today. Please remember him. Govia Breeze, Varys Carver who has begun treatments, Elma Clayton, Mary Alice Clayton, who is back at home, Brenda Compton, who had surgery this week, is back at home, Liz Cole, Nancy Coleman, Chuck Ford, Carlton Sun, who is taking radiation treatments, Reverend Brian Hager and Donald Wilson, Roger Hatcher, Ira Jones. We want to congratulate Cody and Monty, uh, Monica Kendrick, uh, Monica gave birth last Sunday uh, evening to a nine, excuse me, to a seven-pound, nine-ounce little girl they've named Lindsay May. So please remember them in prayer. They're back at home. Uh, Mary Lupton, Caitlin Robertson, who was in uh, Chapel Hill Hospital and is back at home. Uh, Rocky Stewart, uh, Matthew Thornburg, Brenda Stigall, Sonia Vaughn, Donna Wilburn and her daughter uh, Casey Wilburn, Texie Wren, Evelyn Warren, Deanie Wren, Joyce Wren. Please remember these families that lost loved ones. Um, Barry and Angela Reagan um, and Bratcher Reagan um, lost their son and grandson, Judson Reagan. His funeral was yesterday. 
Please also remember the family of Maynard Kendrick. Uh, that was the brother of Cindy Bose. And please remember uh, the life flight staff at Duke after the helicopter crashed. And uh, not only was the crew killed, but also the patient that they were carrying. Some folks out of town, Joy Painter, um, Danny Brown, my brother's been undergoing some tests, Edward Solomon, uh, Bobby House, Mary Thompson, B. Knott. And as Carol has already prayed, please remember the folks in the path of Hurricane Irma. Um, Ira Jones was telling me that his brother Mark lives down in that area. So please, please, please remember, remember all these folks in prayer. So let's pray together. Heavenly Father, thank you that that we can pray for others. God, so many need to be uplifted today. Those in hospitals, those having surgeries the coming week, those who will be completing radiation treatments and continuing radiation treatments, Father. God, we, we just thank you that you are there in the hospital with them. We thank you, Lord, for the doctors and nurses that that care for them. God, we thank you that Janet passed the state nursing board, and we pray that you would guide her path as she chooses the field that she will serve in. God, we we lift up so many to you. Father, we especially want to lift up Corey and his mother and most especially his dad. God, may they feel your presence. May they know the prayers of many. God, please be with those that are grieving today because they've lost a loved one this past week. God, thank you that we can't see you at work, but we know that you're comforting hearts and giving people strength to continue to move forward with their lives. God, we just praise you and thank you for what you have done and are doing and are going to do in all of our lives. And, Father, we especially lift up today those that are in the path of Hurricane Irma. God, please keep them safe. God, so many people have been displaced, have had to leave, and do not know what they're coming back to. Father, please be with all of them. For those that might not know you as their Savior and Lord, may this be a time, Father, in which they allow you to speak to their hearts to show them your love and your support and encouragement. And, and God, we are so blessed here in Chubb Lake and City Lake or wherever we live here in Person County. And we just thank you, Lord, for the blessings of this beautiful day. Thank you for the KIPP, for their leaders and helpers. Lord, bless these young children that as they grow up, they'll continue to sing your praise. And, Father, help us as a church the desire to give you the honor and the glory that you truly deserve. And as we pray together, Father, we remember the prayer that your son taught his disciples to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and glory forever and ever. Amen. And our verse of the month comes from Revelation chapter 1, verse 3. 
Let's read this verse together. If you read this prophecy aloud to the church, you will receive a special blessing from the Lord. Those who listen to it being read and do what it says will also be blessed. For the time is near when these things will come true. true. I'm going to, well, most of our young children are down at the front, but if you are a younger child and you'd like to be up here for the children's moment, please come on down and join the kit. And look, Tommy Jean told me, she said, will it be okay if we take extra time today? And I said, probably the people in the congregation would be extremely happy to hear the kit. And so we're going to give them a, a lot of time today, but we will have a, we'll fill up the rest of the time with the message, okay? But again, I invite the children to come down.
to tell me why they love the grandma and grandpa. Why do you love them? They're really nice to me and they play with me. Aww, and do they care a lot about you? Yeah, they make me happy, not bored. like that a lot. They're nice to me. They take care of me. My grandpa loves me. My grandma loves me. Don't get 
Y'all just give me five more minutes, all right? That's a little joke if you're a visitor here, okay. Look, I, I'm going to honor our, our time schedule. Um, we read earlier the verse of the month that there was a promise of blessing as we read the book of Revelation. So let me read again the passage of Scripture that we have been focusing on um, the past couple of weeks, Okay. Revelation chapter 19, verse 11 through chapter 20, verse 3. Let me read these verses to you again. Then I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse. He who sit upon it is called Faithful and True, and in righteousness he judges and makes war. His eyes are like a flame of fire, and on his head are many diadems, and he has a name writ, a name inscribed which no one knows but himself. He is clad in a robe dipped in blood, and the name by which he is called is the word of God. And the armies of heaven arrayed in fine linen, white and pure, followed him on white horses. Today we pick up in verse 15 from last week. From his mouth issues a sharp sword with which to smite the nations, and he will rule them with a rod of iron. He will tread the winepress of the fury of the wrath of, of God the Almighty. 
On his robe and on his thigh he has a name inscribed, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Then I saw an angel standing in the sun, and with a loud voice he called all the birds that fly in mid-heaven, Come and gather for the great supper of God, to eat the flesh of kings, the flesh of captains, the flesh of mighty men, the flesh of horses and their riders, and the flesh of all men, both free and slave, both small and great. And I saw the beast and the kings of the earth with their armies gathered together to make war against him who sits upon the horse and against his army. And the beast was captured, and with it the false prophet who in its presence had worked the signs by which he deceived those who had received the mark of the beast and those who worshipped its image. These two were thrown alive into the lake of fire that burns with sulfur. And the rest were slain by the sword of him who sits upon the horse, the sword that issues from his mouth, and all the birds were gorged with their flesh. Chapter 20, verse 1. Then I saw an angel coming down from heaven, holding in his hand the key of the bottomless pit in a great chain. And he seized the dragon and that ancient serpent who is the devil and Satan and bound him for a thousand years and threw him into a pit and shut it and sealed it over that he should deceive the nations no more till the thousand years were ended. After that, he must be loosed for a little while. Join me in prayer. Father, we thank you for your word. God is people who follow the Lord Jesus Christ. Help us to truly know how special not only the book of Revelation is, but the whole Bible itself. God, we don't fully understand it, but yet we believe that you are faithful and true, that you do not lie, and that your word has been given to us to reveal who you are, what you want to do in our life, and what you want us to do as your children. Father, please bless us as we not only read the word, but as we study it. For we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. You remember we have mentioned that there are five key events that will take place in, in Revelation 19 and 20 as God wraps up what we would call human history. We've already studied the marriage supper of the Lamb, and we're studying now about what will happen when Christ returns to earth as King of kings and Lord of lords. And again, our time is short today. But let me just take this opportunity to say a couple of things, okay? We can look at this passage of Scripture in a number of different ways. First of all, if you're not a believer, you can look at this passage of Scripture and say, well, I don't understand all these symbols. I don't think it's really important. It doesn't really matter. And I can't believe if God is a God of love that he would judge the world with the judgment that is described in the book of Revelation. And I hope and pray that one of the things that I've helped you understand and me to understand and make clear is that God is a God of love. His purpose is that all mankind would be born into the kingdom of God through believing in Jesus Christ as the Son of God and as the Savior of the world. But to reject the gospel of Jesus Christ means that we don't desire or want what God offers us, and that is forgiveness of sin, being adopted into the children, uh, to the family of God, and being forgiven, and being commissioned to live a life before others that points them to Christ. If we reject that, what is left is separation from God. 
There are many ways that that is described. Spiritual death, being judged by our sins, the final destination being hell, and again, I'm being very plain with this, I hope and pray. Folks, we are people who have choices in life. And the book of Revelation is trying to tell us that if we continually reject this God of love, who is also a God of holiness, that if our sins are not washed in the blood of Jesus Christ, when we stand before the holy God, we'll be dispelled from his presence because sin cannot abide in his presence. We make that decision ourselves. And this final judgment that is coming here on the world, I've encouraged you to read Revelation chapter 6 through 18 that describes these seven years of tribulation. But I hope something that you have seen, that is the judgments of God fall upon the earth, people will not repent. Repent means that we turn away from our sin and we turn back to God and we trust his son and acknowledge that we are sinners and believe that he is the only way of salvation. He is the only way that we can have a personal relationship with this holy God who loves us so much. But have you noticed in those chapters that even as the judgments of God begin to fall, people will not turn back to God. They stay in their own selfish world. They rebel against God. They will not call upon his name. And folks, you remember as we began this study, we talked about how Satan would send a deceiver that would deceive the world. You remember uh, we studied that in, in, in 2 Thessalonians And folks, that deceiver is seen in not only the Antichrist, the beast that is mentioned in these chapters, chapters 6 through 18, but also the false prophet. And rather believing the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ, they believe a lie. Folks, all this, as we put it in perspective, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. And he was telling the truth because he is the Son of God. And he is the Savior of the world. But here's the bottom line. To trust Christ. To let the grace of God work in our heart and cleanse us of our sins. And become a child of God means that we'll not face these judgments. But if we reject the gospel. And again, I'm, I'm saying this out of compassion. Not to preach down to you or not to judge you if you're not a believer yet. The Bible points out that if we do not trust Christ as our Savior, we have to stand before God in our own righteousness. And the Bible says that our righteousness is like filthy rags before God. Remember what Paul said, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And he also says the wages of sin is death. But the free gift of God is eternal life through our Lord Jesus Christ. There's a choice that needs to be made. And I pray that whether it is today or some point in your life that you'll come to faith in Christ and be born into the kingdom of God. And this is what I was trying to relate to our children today. The love of God for us through Jesus Christ will never change. He is the same. And you know, I think about my life and I think about the lives of many that all of us know that It's so easy to have a child involved in church, isn't it? When they're young or a teenager, their hearts are so receptive to the gospel and to the things at church. But as we get a little bit older, we seem to want to rebel against God. 
And, and I'm saying that about all of us. But sometimes when God is calling us to come to him, we never, we never take that step to allow him to fully do what he wants to do in our hearts, and that is give us his salvation. And the end result of that is one day standing before God in our righteousness, not the righteousness of Christ. Folks, it is a very serious time, I believe, in our world. I am not going to stand before you and say, I believe that I know when the second coming is going to happen. I don't. But with everything that is going on in our world, don't you think that God is trying to speak today? And he wants to speak to us in his mercy and in his grace. But one day, one day, Revelations 19 describes a day when the Lord Jesus comes back. And the decisions that we have made will determine our eternal destiny. And they will be decisions that seal our eternal destiny. Either we've trusted Christ or we've rejected him. That's our choice. And I pray that you'll trust Jesus. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, God, thank you for just allowing us to be in this room today. The children have blessed us. We thank you for the promise that if we read aloud and hear your word, especially the book of the Revelation, that you will bless us. Father, Lord, I thank you that we who are Christians know about rebellious hearts and about going in the wrong direction and about how hard it is to, to repent of sin and say, Lord, I've been wrong all the time, but now I want to follow you. I ask you to forgive me of my sin, and I, I believe that you are the Son of God and to save the world. God, that is so hard for us to do because, Lord, we're so prideful, and, and God, we want to rule our lives. But, Lord, I pray that even today you'll speak to our hearts. And if there are those here that have not yet trusted Jesus as their Savior, that they would trust him. And if there are those here that have trusted him but yet have not committed themselves to follow him on a day-to-day basis, God, I pray that you'll help us to make that commitment. I pray for all of us as Christians, Father, that we would see the seriousness of living as a Christian in today's world to point people to you. And God, I pray in these moments of decision that if you're speaking to hearts, that if people need to come and publicly profess your, your son as their Savior, I pray that you'll lead them and give them the strength to do that this day. For this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Our hymn of invitation this morning is number 500, Trust and Obey. Would you do that? Would you trust and obey the Lord Jesus Christ who loves you and who gave himself for you? Let's stand as we sing.
going by the Carver house and, and talking to Jack and Sam and also their mother, Caroline. Uh, Caroline's been faithfully bringing these children, including Miss Catherine there, to church for many years. Um, Jack and Sam had been talking about being baptized. And as a pastor, it's such a thrill to talk to children and explain that baptism is just a symbol of something that we've already done. And that's something that we've already done is to ask Jesus to come in our heart and be our Savior. And they told me that they had both asked Christ to um, be their Savior. Um, it wouldn't be my idea. They're, they're, one of the grandparents has been reading the Bible and explaining the plan of salvation, and, and Caroline has too. Caroline has made a profession of faith many years ago, but had never joined the church and been baptized. And so today... Jack on my left and Sam on my right and Caroline come professing their faith in Jesus Christ as their Savior. So I'm the church and also to be baptized as an effort to show people that they are following Jesus with their lives. Is there a motion we receive in the future? Motion. All in favor, let me know. Thank you. God bless you guys. I appreciate the privilege of just coming and letting these fellows tell me about what they've done. And also, Caroline, you also. We'll be praying for you. Is H.R. with you this morning? He's not here. Okay. All right. Well, that's fine. I hope that after we have the benediction that you'll come down and speak to this family and encourage them. And guys, we'll set up a date of baptism real soon. Okay? Let's stand together as we close. Thank you all. If you would please make prayer. If y'all stand Good morning, Father. Lord, as we come to the end of the service, what a blessing to see this family come down. Father, we celebrate grandparents' day. We kids have performed the service. Father, we know that you spoke. And you said, let the little ones come to me. And Father, today here at the Reese Baptist Church, we have allowed little ones to come to us. And what a blessing they have brought us. Father, we may be coming to the end of this service. But our worship and our holy day is still beginning. Father, we have the opportunity now to go into Sunday school and to come closer to your word or in depth to come closer to you. Father, for this 11 o'clock service, if our children once again will perform and bring us a blessing. Bless the Lord. We thank you, Lord, for the blessings in that. Father, again, we praise you and lift you up for the family that has come forth this morning. Father, be with us now as we dismiss from this service. Go with us, lead us, and guide us. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you.